Hi, I'm Pawi, and you're listening to Rappler Podcasts. This is Hustle, Inside Industry, where we talk to professionals and find out how they got here, what they're doing, what they do, and what it takes to do it. Welcome everyone to our three-part mini-series with Sprout. Sprout is an all-in-one software to solve your business's HR needs, from timekeeping and onboarding, to employee data management and payroll. Their clients include Food Panda, Ayala Land, Canva, and many more. Since HR is such a vast and vibrant subject, we're covering it in three episodes. So first, we spoke with the co-founders, Patrick and Alex Gentry, on the beginnings of Sprout. Then we talked pandemic solutions with Director of Innovation, Eduardo Gutierrez, and VP of Operations, Arlene De Castro. To conclude the series, we have the Head of Business Development and HR Evangelist, Lester Nazarene Ople, and Head of People Operations, Shang Trinidad, to talk about digital transformation and hybrid work in today's economy. So, welcome, Lester and Shang. Hey, good afternoon, Pao. Uh, thank you for having me here. Excited to be here. To refresh our audience, Lester, why don't you quickly remind us about Sprout and what it's all about? Yes, so Sprout is a proudly Filipino company, and we are a company guided by our North Star, which is to impact the lives of every Filipino by improving businesses in the Philippines. Um, on the business side, uh, Sprout offers an ecosystem of people to tools that um, are really geared towards companies as they prepare for the future of work in the Philippines. So we talked a lot about Sprout throughout our past episodes, but of course, our audience would love to know each of you a bit more. So can you tell us about your professional backgrounds? And how did this culminate into your current role for Sprout? So I come from a family of engineers. My mom, dad, and sister are all civil engineers. But I, on the other hand, knew what I wanted from the start. It's not because I don't like math. (laughs) But yeah, my passion is really people. So that's why my background is really HR from the start. I was also a headhunter in my earlier years um, because I wanted to gain knowledge about the different industries. And, you know, that's when I realized the most important aspect of her job, which is the people. It was the time wherein startups are booming, both local and international. So just a quick story. I had a client that was a foreigner residing in the Philippines, and he wanted to build his own company, wanted to change the construction industry and, you know, give opportunities to Filipinos. So his intentions were good. His plans were great but he needs help to begin his vision so it was challenging of course like how do you start how do you attract people to work for a company that nobody knew about and to top it all off the office would be in his garage right so it was the evp or employee value proposition that helped us so i was uh, able to hire his first employee up until his 10th um, get people who believe in his company's mission and vision Basically, it grew my passion for both people and startups. I have been in startup companies ever since, so you can call me a startup addict. And that was what geared me towards Sprout. Sprout was was a startup when I joined with a vision to impact the lives of every Filipinos. And it's something that's close to my heart because they're, they're helping the likes of me, HR professionals, by automating manual and tedious tasks so that we can focus on taking care of people. Could you also explain to our listeners uh, what exactly is your role? We heard about this in the 
in the second episode this idea of like people operations right so could you explain uh what that entails so i've been in both traditional and non-traditional companies so i've been called hr um, i'm happy that sprout is actually um, culminating a culture of people so we're called people operations here the difference is um, with hr the traditional mindset is well suffice to say admin utusan right in people operations we're actually consulted we know the ins and outs of the business so we also do dog fooding um we really look into the talents and how they can grow in the company and we view people as resources so on the other side of things or in tandem rather with you we have lester who apparently has tons of roles um business development and hr uh, evangelist being two of them but lester why don't why don't you tell us your story and uh, how you ended up here in sprout with all those responsibilities like shang i uh, began my career as a human resources professional so i was uh, working for ibm in the hr delivery uh, outsourcing space and um, as i progressed in my career there i decided na, hey um people are getting postgraduate degrees mostly MBAs at that time in, in my circle at IBM. And I said, what's one thing that's a little more difficult than an MBA? And I found law school as an answer. Um, don't, don't ask me how that conclusion came about because that was um, maybe youthful exuberance. But uh, I decided to go to law school and continue with my work at IBM. And then I progressed uh, into my role as well and uh, until uh, I became uh, employee relations manager at IBM. I left IBM at the time and continued with law school still and then joined uh, CGI, another uh, enterprise-grade company, and then SC Johnson. Um, it's at SC Johnson when I passed the bar exam, and I uh, had a short stint in government after SC Johnson. So I joined uh, the Energy Regulatory Commission as its head of HR. So it's a government agency. So wow. um, I have a, I think I, I would want a dedicated episode for government stories. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Sprout invited me to um, handle uh, an event called uh, Innovate, and it's a, it's a free lecture of sorts. I, I conducted a lecture on labor standards, and that's when I started getting uh, recruited into Sprout. So I joined wow. as part of the uh, legal team initially, and then the pandemic happened. Our bosses, Pat and Alex, asked me if I was game to take the role of business development. And of course, being the supportive soldier that I was, I said, yes, um, I don't know a thing about sales, but I know a thing or two about HR. So I think I can add value in the organization through this role. And then the role metamorphosed because um, they've seen how I, how I uh, talk to potential clients. So they decided, hey, why don't we take uh, the role of HR evangelist and give it to, to Lester? So um, in my role as HR evangelist, um, the intent really is to help companies um, in their journey towards uh, bringing HR and their uh, people experience. So in this role, I uh, provide uh, advisory and uh, transformation uh, advice to our clients as they bring themselves onto the Sprout chain. With the two of you, we have um, distinctly different backgrounds, but I think the message here is all roads lead to Sprout, you know, um, and likewise, all roads uh all industries lead back to hr aka all all disciplines lead back to people and you did say the magic buzzword earlier 
for we have to talk about the pandemic. Um, it is definitely kind of the basis for a lot of what we'll be discussing in today's interview. In the past few episodes, we've spoken a lot about the early days of Sprout and the vision, the North Star. But from your unique perspectives, uh, everyone has that pandemic story of like, I was doing this and then the pandemic happened. Now I'm doing that. Please tell us um, what what your version of that story was uh, with regards to your role in Sprout and what your teams were doing. We now realize the importance of HR, right? We all know the hard work that HR does. Um, and I guess like much deserved recognition also to HR. We all know how challenging our work can be. And before the pandemic, we were equipped with tools that we need for us to be prepared um, now that you know we transition to remote work. So there's, there was no need for any change in the process because of all manual tasks. Um, our, our processes were all seamless and people experience are actually automated. So I guess like everything was smooth on our end. How about you on your end, Lester, uh, with business development and uh, your yes. teams? Interestingly enough, uh, I was not part of business development pre-pandemic. No, I was purely doing legal work. Um, and um, in legal, at least for Sprout, um, it was mostly contract review. It was your uh, in-house legal department really. And then uh, when the pandemic hit, um, legal was uh, had a seat in the table. We were consulted regarding the various government issuances. And um, one of the early initiatives that we uh, had in response to the pandemic was um, we wanted to do something for the broader community, no? and that's where uh, the Sprout webinar was born. So the Sprout webinar really, uh, I, I was episode one. Uh, I was a speaker, and we were just collating all of the Dole issuances, the IATF resolutions, right. and we said, hey, let's let's run a webinar on this, you know, tag it as a free event. And it was so interesting because all of the questions people had really about uh, the financial aid, the ayuda being given out by the Dole at the time. And I was like, how do I answer this? I'm not representing Dole. I'm I'm representing Sprout. And you're so, probably also uh, trying to figure out what was even going on in the world at the time. Correct. Because, you know, we were all hoping, I guess, uh, this was early early April or second, wow. you know, third week of March 2020. We were hoping that we it would be over in two to three months. Yeah. That was it. That's what everyone assumed. So we were saying that, you know, all of these government issuances, let's just wait for additional uh, issuances. Uh, we were trying to make sense of it all while on the same, at uh, the same time, ginagawa rin namin sa Sprout yung exactly, exactly kailangan namin at that time. It, it was really learning as you go as well for us. And um, I, I guess we were doing something right because um, kahit papano, we were able to contribute at that time to the collective sanity of the HR profession in the Philippines, especially the SMEs. No? Um, and I, I think for me, that was also extra meaningful because um, I, I can see how I was sounding like at episode one versus now that I am actually wow. now in front of students lecturing in Zoom Wow! in my, yeah. I don't know, in my uh, outside of my Sprout working hour. So um, this was also transformative for me. Uh, and I hope that we were able to at least do our part in community building, nation building by doing that initiative. Lester started touching up on it, the immediate responses to the pandemic. How did Sprout go about not just settling um, 
your company, but also your clients, right? The, these other companies that had no idea what's going on and settling into uh, this hybrid work economy, part remote, uh, part in person, or if anything, the ratio was like mostly remote. Um, so I want to dig into that a bit more. Um, how did each of you lead your teams into acclimating uh, to hybrid work? Pre-pandemic, as part of the legal department, I was an individual contributor. In business development now, I have a more cross-functional team. I have one direct report, exactly one. Uh, and then I work a lot with uh, the growth team. So marketing, uh, sales, and then, of course, their implementation teams. Um, so it, it's a lot. I, I would say 75% of my role is leadership by influence rather than leadership by direct reporting. In terms of... Uh, um, transitioning, it really helps that we were all uh, tech savvy in Sprout because we were all comfortable working with Zoom, with Google Meet, with uh, shared drives and all of these things. Um, and it also helped that a lot of us had a shared purpose at the time. Um, we knew that the pandemic was a make or break for the business because um, as with all major uh, historical events, uh, the pandemic would cause the extinction of certain businesses and yeah. certain uh, business models and it would you know the the businesses and the organizations that will come out of the pandemic will come out stronger and i think we were able to just hold on to that you know we just need to normalize that this is the you know the new reality that we have so on my side for sprout we helped employees ease into this setup we made you know like a playbook with practices um or choosing best remote working tools, but there was a lot of change management that happened. Remote work or work from home isn't as glorious as it seems, right? Um, example, a lot of people would say there's no work-life balance. Before, if it's your lunchtime, you would just get up and eat your lunch, right? right but right. now, where's the time to cook your food? right and or like even go to um, your lobby to get Shopee or Lazada there's no time for anything yeah. we tried to uh, change the mindset of people why work-life balance when you look at work-life balance there's a traditional image of well a scale separating work and life right and then we shifted to work-life integration it's basically integrating all important aspects of your life, not just your work or your, you know, personal life. It's your passion, your your family, mm. your sideline, everything. So that really helped our employees. And so we have this core value. It's a three. So we have for um, trunk, we have for leaves. Mm. <laughs> Interestingly enough, we realized we're, why, why are there no roots, right, in our core value three. So given everything that happened we realized okay we should add a core value which is grit because that really highlighted everything right. that happened pandemic grit it's um purposefully going out of your comfort zone even when you're you're, you're scared um taking on challenges not discrediting that of course like everything is difficult but you're ready to face everything. So I'm not going to lie. Shifting to the setup is challenging, but working for a company who is forward-thinking, who, who prioritizes people, made it easier for me. Now it's been a year. Actually, it's been over a year. Yikes. 
Um, so let's fast forward. How has hybrid work and also digital transformation as a whole uh, been working out for your teams and uh, for the larger company? Our uh, messaging at the start of the pandemic was um, you need to do this digital transformation journey because this will help you survive the whole onslaught of the pandemic because this is a temporary situation. Now the messaging is a bit different. Um, with the fact that uh, people have shifted to remote work, we have seen that some industries actually can be delivered remotely. Uh, the work can be delivered remotely. It, it, you are not required to be physically present at a workplace for you to deliver work that adds value to your organization, to your team, to you as an individual. You just need to be able to identify what things you have to deliver, what uh, outputs you have to deliver, and that's it. You're able to become a productive member of the workforce, of your team, of mm -hmm. your uh, what, whatever productive unit you're, you're a member of. So the messaging now is really hybrid work, remote work, or a combination of, uh, you know, in-facility and uh, remote work is here to stay. How do you take advantage of it? Uh, you have to really take care of the people experience. And the companies uh, that have workers that are spread out across the archipelago will uh, have your first impression and their last impression really is with how their HR teams handle them in terms of their right. transactions. So from hiring to filing of leaves, availing of benefits, and even the offboarding stage, this is where your uh, employee experience will really revolve around. Mm. So for you to be competitive in the talent landscape, you need to go to digital transformation. If you remember pre-pandemic, we had a very booming uh, food service industry. And then oh, now yeah. we have seen, deba. I mean, nakakamis then because, you know, we're Filipinos are a social people. We like yes. hanging out. Um, Look how big our restaurants know, we, are, how big the dining yes. tables, family style. Even the, the uh -huh. places that we used to frequent pre-pandemic, all of them are concentrated on the fact that the Filipino likes to sit down, uh, have food and drinks on the table, and socialize with people. And even in the workplace, that's the structure of our pantry. Mm. Um, but with the pandemic, it's a little different. So how do you now uh, inculcate a workplace culture? It really has to go with Ano yung HR tools na pinapa-experience natin sa workforce natin? Because there's no other proxy, no? Disadvantage, of course, would always be the lack of social interaction. Yeah. Even though we strive to do that virtually, like camera on during virtual meetings, uh, given that your internet connection is good, yeah. uh, or meeting somewhere once in a while, of course, practicing safety protocols at all times, in some cases, it can be really challenging, especially for teams like as mentioned, HR, sales, or marketing who work best when they when they work together. So another disadvantage, of course, would be new hires, the new hire experience. Before, um, right, every time you have a new hire, of course, like there's an onboarding program, you have Sprout University for that. It's an in-depth onboarding program. And then people would literally go around and say hi to everybody. How do you do that virtually? Like, would you chat? You know, message them one by one. So it's how they would connect more with existing employees. So far, um, given everything that happened, again, we're forced to be more creative in everything that we do. 
we've we've tried a lot of things like um human bingo if you're familiar uh virtual yeah. but it's <laughs> kind of difficult <laughs> I, I don't know how we can have e-signatures um <laughs> or we've tried uh right now actually we're, we're doing virtual general assembly so our new hires i asked them to uh you know like a short video introduction uh because it's well, not replacing the human interaction, but I make sure that whatever they whatever they say in that video, people would remember them. Uh, you touched upon it a bit, which is how you want to kind of approach your roles and uh, take your company on to the next step uh, at this period in time. So with hybrid work not seeming to go away anytime soon, what are each of your current directives on how you manage your teams and also uh, how you advise your clients? So I've I've tackled the difference between traditional HR and people operations. One of the main differences, HR is viewed as reactive, while people operations should be proactive. So nice. right now, okay. my directive in the team is the importance of being proactive. I think we can all agree that nobody was prepared for the pandemic, <laughs> and it's important to you know cultivate a culture of future thinking. As the current situation so clearly demonstrates, we all have experienced a high degree of uncertainty. Um, about the future so we can minimize this by enabling ourselves to consider what might happen which can lead to informed preparedness i actually really like this term wow, informed okay. preparedness. let's unpack like, that yeah it can lead to um actions that help us navigate the uncertain future right and reduce uncertainty um of course again i, I Always repeat this, HR's job is more critical than ever. The time is now to reset employee experience to create a more meaningful and lasting connection between employees and their employer. With When you're, when you're using people tools, let's not forget the human aspect of it. Um, in our um, interactions with our clients, our prospects, uh, as well as those that uh, we are assisting in their uh, journey towards a uh, full digital transformation of HR. One of the things that we notice is that really uh, the Filipino employee is resilient as a general rule. No? It's they are willing to work above and beyond if uh, uh, the circumstances call for it. Right. But uh, there has to be a certain counterpart uh, investment on the part of the company of the employer na kalinga inaten yung ating employees because uh, most of the work that we deliver. Um, well, what we've seen our clients deliver is really through our very significant, very significant contribution ng, ng Filipino employee sa value ng business. So from mm -hmm. food and beverage industries, hospitality industries, manufacturing, BPO, the primary input to production really is uh, people thinking of them as the end user of our process, as the end user of this form, as the beneficiary of this new policy. Um, that's how it. That's how it should be in terms of how we um, we design our processes, policies, and practices. This is an evolving story. Yeah. Um, there are new tools that come up every now and then. There are new practices that are good or bad, but we have to factor them into how we design the future. And um, at the end of it, what's common is it's the people that should be in the center. It's it's very telling uh, what you touched upon, which is. The idea that Sprout as a company, I mean, it's in the branding already. Um, there's already 
uh, embedded the idea of growth and that boils all the way down to the individual unit, which is the person, which is you, Lester, which is Chang. Um, so love it. We're getting basically this uh, entire philosophy of Sprout within these three episodes. So now looking even further ahead in, into the future, what would each of you say then is the future of work in the Philippines, especially in within the context of, of course, digital transformation and uh, the current hybrid work setup? So in terms of, um, you know, the future of work in the Philippines, um, we've seen that there are really a lot of uh, uh, initiatives from the government to really help uh, businesses move into hybrid work, our digitization initiatives, all of these things that we have seen in the past 18 months. Um, these are rapid and disruptive innovations from the government, but definitely the government can do more. So we as uh, businesses, I think we should, uh, updating my earlier point about people, we should uh, put people first and uh, make sure that our innovations towards um, hybrid work, uh, digital workforce and uh, knowledge-based economy, um, we should be really conscious of how this affects our employees, how it affects their productivity, their, um, their motivations to work, what drives them to move from one employment to another, what drives them to be happy in the workplace, and uh, what sort of connections do we need? Because uh, in the foreseeable future, uh, remote work is the majority of the circumstances in the industry. So, kailangan yung ating employee value proposition, ating employment experience um, should be responsive to hybrid work, remote work, as a default, not as the exception. So, we've been hearing terms such as new normal. Let's guess na nga yan eh. New normal. But, um, I believe people should start embracing the next normal. Right? For the next normal to be successful, um, we all need to collaborate. Not just HR, but also, you know, business owners, uh, managers, employees, in making this work and come prepared. The worst thing leaders or HR can do is to employ generic best practices putting people first we need to radically strategize and, at the, and anticipate the challenge of well hybrid combining remote and on-site work we need mm -hmm. to know the end goal and prepare ourselves for um this shift and it means you know asking the right questions and taking a look at the needs of our organization and our employees so uh this pandemic will really transform the economies, as we all can see, and how we do our work. We are all aware that, you know, with the fundamental shift, we're not simply going back to the way we used to be before, right? So hybrid, again, is not an, an emergency or precautionary measure anymore. It's proactive plan and a business model that companies or organizations are adapting. For each of you and your teams at Sprout, what are you looking forward to next? I'm actually genuinely excited about the future of Sprout for a company that's, you know, driven to help businesses, HR, and people. We're not just helping our clients, but also our own employees. So having to integrate future thinking into our day-to-day -day lives, um, I'm sure that we can overcome challenges and, and our uncertainties in the future and come up with more ways and products to help everyone. The, the trend right now is look for generalists, right? Mm. Look for generalists. So if, if you want to 
say, for example, dive into other positions, look at the competencies there. If there's like oh, a competency that's fit, I think right now, given everything that's happening during pandemic, it's actually a better time or a good time for you to dive into what you really want to do. Expand wow. your knowledge. Lester, again, uh, not not saying uh, you're a generalist in a reductive term because you're indeed a special, you are a, a lawyer, right? Um, but, but anyway, uh, how about you, Lester? Uh, what are you looking forward to next? Minusprout is, I would say, a big brother in the Filipino startup community. We're one of the older ones, but at the same time, we're also one of the one of those with a slightly bigger footprint. You know, I mean, uh, there's still no Filipino unicorn, and um, in my assessment, you no know, Sprout hopefully becomes one of them, or hopefully becomes the front runner, if not the Filipino startup unicorn. Wow! Yeah. Because we're helping companies. Um, have a better workplace and you know how much time do we spend at work it's almost a third of our lives spent at work and um, any incremental change towards making a better workplace it ultimately benefits the employee who is experiencing you know financial benefits and uh, non-financial non-intangible benefits in the form of better self-esteem better peace of mind because he's not working not worrying about um, his uh, compensation or his benefits being docked or something like that um, that has a multiplier effect and um, uh, in terms of what sprout is offering now an ecosystem for the people experience all of our products individually actually helps the individual employee be a happier more productive employee and a happier, more productive employee translates into happier and better citizens, I hope. So yeah. I do hope that uh, you know, Sprout becomes an instrument towards uh, realizing that. That is exactly the North Star. Um, how about you, Shang? Uh, last bits of advice for HR professionals and companies who are trying to hone both digital transformation and hybrid work. To my fellow HR professionals, with you know, with a large-scale vaccine rollout underway and technology on your side, start embracing the next normal. That's that's my biggest advice for you. You know, with the degree of uncertainty of what the future holds, it's always best to plan, anticipate, come prepared, and be equipped with tools to help you know the smooth transition from completely remote work to a hybrid arrangement and always remember that there should be a balance as hybrid entails flexibility and support so lastly as i mentioned earlier hr's work is more critical than ever bank on that right this Mm -hmm. is what we've been waiting for (laughs) our job is to take care of the employees during these trying times so make sure that you also get the help that you need being the head of people ops in, in Sprout, I ensure to have excellent people experience for our employees and even applicants by using our products. And this has helped make things seamless and you know avoid problems. So the companies who survive major upheavals, the they are the ones who almost always are the first ones to embrace the changes. No? Um, resistance is futile because it's already upon us. Um, you know, the vac- the pandemic is here. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, discussion on um, are we on COVID elimination or are we living with COVID as an endemic situation? Let those problems be thought out by the policy makers 
but for us in the industries um, what we need to do is to focus on what we can control and that is making sure that our people are their happy versions satisfied versions of themselves and productive versions of themselves because this affects their immediate family their immediate vicinity and hopefully you know more employees that are happy productive and uh, are not so worried about the future because they are secured in their work they feel valued and they are compensated accordingly they are happier citizens and more uh, and they are better citizens uh, as, especially as we face uh, you know the upcoming election year great advice all around from both of you thanks so much for you know sharing your wisdom with us today on this uh, concluding episode of our sprout mini series we're not going to let you go just yet we're going to wrap things up now with our play of the week so we talked a lot about work now it's time to talk about play any fun activities or recommendations for our listeners to unwind from the busyness of business? This is that work-life balance or work-life integration we're talking about, everyone. I'm watching this show on Netflix called Bike Spirit. And um, I, I think this is really um, this is a really interesting concept because this is a guy, he's a celebrity chef, and he's going to uh, tourist places in Korea and show local cuisine and local alcohols with uh, a Korean celebrity and I think it's it's very compelling for me because of two things number one revenge travel <laughs> I heard you about know once, that. yeah but I mean once travel uh, reopens people will want to travel and with all the K dramas that I've consumed over the pandemic <laughs> <laughs> you know Korea is now in my list of uh, go to of places I want to go to after you know stuff normalizes and uh, second is um as a foodie as a person who likes uh imbibing alcohol um <laughs> this is something that uh, you know this this would be a really fun concept if we were to do this in the philippine context because there are so many interesting food yeah. places and drinks that we have from north to south so good. during this pandemic interestingly i've had a lot of self-awareness thing that happened um and one of the things that i realized is hobbies can change and it's okay so before i used to love reading i used to love reading as uh, well if you can only see my background i have this collections of books Mm -hmm. um but then as we all know during the pandemic we, we all were stressed and everything it became a chore like oh my gosh i have to finish this book what's the you know like or sometimes you just want to rest and then i stopped reading and that's okay i became a plantita <laughs> i became a plantita and yes so the plantita side of me i actually um you know, planted from seeds. Hindi ako bumibili. <laughs> so I planted from seeds. So it took a lot of patience on my end. Um, and then it became a chore again, right? Because you had to diligently, you know, water them. So now I am doing mobile games. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm playing Mobile Legends or wow. Call of Duty. And this one is the longest hobby that I have right now because I think HR practitioners can agree with me. We need an outlet. <laughs> we need an outlet. So my, my, I guess like it's also an advice for everyone here. Don't stop when you look for any fun activities or outlets or hobbies. And it's okay if it changes. It doesn't 
necessarily say na you're changing or there's something happening. But, you know, like, give yourself a break. Come on. Chang, uh, lovely, lovely recommendations all around. Taking both of your suggestions of uh, domestic travel as well as um, changing hobbies or rather new hobbies. That's actually something that Ed, uh, your colleague from last episode, recommended. Just trying up new things. I crossed off one big thing on my bucket list, which was surfing. So I went surfing for the first time. Woohoo! Nice. <laughs> nice. But yeah, it was great. I had a good hunch that I'd pick it up quickly because I do a lot of activities that require balance. But um, no matter what it is, a new thing will always feel new. It will always feel foreign. So getting up uh, on my board really felt it felt counter intuitive and very unnatural because if you've never gone surfing uh you'll feel the the push of of the wave it will it's like as if someone just physically just like pushed you from zero to a hundred but ironically that's the time you're supposed to get up also so imagine if someone just shoves you but you're also supposed to like balance right away after that um but yeah it was a it was a fantastic experience and i'm gonna do it a couple more times while i'm here but for now, that is it for episode. Uh, thank you so much, Lester and Shang. Thank you so much, Bowie. Thank you for having us. So before we let you go, though, can you remind our audience how they can keep up with Sprout? Uh, maybe if some of them are even looking to work with Sprout, how can they even do that? For Sprout, uh, please follow us on our socials. Uh, we have uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Um, you can reach out uh, through our website as well, sprout.ph. And we'll be happy to connect and uh, take you on our uh, digital transformation journey. Great. Sure. And then, I know you've been hearing about, you know, the amazing culture of Sprout. And now we have a separate employer branding and careers page in Facebook and on LinkedIn. It's Ooh. called Life at Sprout. So we're now going to showcase, you know, our employees' journey, what wow, we do, so our <laughs> exciting employee engagement activities. So, so you can check it out. For hiring, you can also visit our careers page in our website to find out more about openings. If you want to work for a company who knows how to work hard, but, you know, who knows how to have fun as well. Okay, we'll look out for those. Best of luck. Uh, to you two again, thanks for joining us. And thank you out there for listening. If you haven't already, please follow Rappler on all our platforms. You can find the Hustle Inside the Industry podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Most of all, don't forget to hit that follow button.